Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Vlad, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. There's something that needs to be clear before we dig into the Beatitudes today. The Beatitudes are not what people should strive to be, but who is blessed already? This is about who is blessed already. Jesus is making it very clear to everyone that the kingdom of God blesses those who the world does not bless. Those who are blessed are the poor, the meek, the subjugated, the grieving, the other. Jesus goes against our earthly logic and flips it on its head. I don't know about you, but I definitely don't see people who are grieving and go, yeah, they're blessed by God and having a great time. Time and time again, Jesus draws our attention to those that society has cast out, has harmed, ignored, or oppressed. And while it may be easier sometimes to see God in the powerful, the popular and charismatic, and the people who are like us, that's not always who is blessed in the kingdom of God. While thinking about this text, I started to wonder who were communities in our recent history who could fit the descriptions that were put in the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. My first thought when I heard poor in spirit was what the word spirit can mean. Right away, you've got the Holy Spirit, But it can also mean things like life, vitality, enthusiasm. And so I wondered, who are people who are poor in enthusiasm and energy, but not of their own choice? I thought of all of our healthcare workers around the world who have been treated as heroes during the pandemic, but have increasingly faced more difficult working conditions. At 6 a.m. on January 9th, over 7,000 members of the New York State Nurses Association went on strike, protesting the lack of patient safety at their hospitals. Understaffing in hospitals was a problem before the COVID-19 pandemic had started. And now in New York City, things have reached ahead. The nurses in emergency wards have to keep Uh, unsafe patient-to-nurse ratios with sometimes up to 20 patients at a time. The reason for understaffing is varied. COVID-19 burned out many nurses or encouraged those nearing retirement to do so, but there's also been a nursing shortage looming in the next few years. There's shortages at nursing colleges as well, so education has been inhibited too. The New York nurses went back to work on Thursday, having reached a tentative agreement with the hospitals. 
But almost every news article I read about this event said more hospital strikes were imminent and that something needs to change. The nurses who went on strike in New York City are blessed, and all healthcare workers around the world are blessed. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. I couldn't help but think of the Monterey Park shootings in California that just happened last weekend during the beginning of the Lunar New Year Festival. 100,000 Asian people were celebrating the start of the new year, and this was the first New Year's festival they had had since 2019. The shooter's first stop, he killed 10 people, including Ming Wei Ma, who was the manager of the dance studio. The shooter made his way to the second dance hall, but had his gun wrestled away from him by Brandon Say. This was one of the worst mass shootings in California history. Those who mourn the lives of the victims of this shooting, the wounded, the families, the Los Angeles community, and the Asian community at large are blessed. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. The word earth here is maybe a little dramatic when it should be more along the lines of land. So blessed are the meek, for they will get their land back. I am reminded of our ministry partners and friends in Haiti, whose everyday lives have been torn away by gang and the humanitarian crisis in their home. Gangs have continued to take over and continue to expand their territories even making their way into the once safe parts of Port-au-Prince. Food is being smuggled into the country as acute hunger sets in. Despite schools being open, the youth in dangerous areas aren't going, and cholera is on the rise. The government had an election going, but the time frame of that is uncertain. Daphne is stateside, and I cannot imagine what it feels like to know that your home is in such turmoil. And so our beloved friends and their communities wait for the day that their home will be returned to them. Daphne, Ralph, Bill, Walness, their families, and all the people of Haiti who are struggling to simply hold on, they are blessed. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Jesus compares the need for righteousness to the basic human need for food and water. Righteousness, as I've been taught, is doing as God created you to do. As people who are created in the image of God, our righteousness comes when we show love to all people and create things that are good. We are unrighteous when we break our bonds, hurt others, and create things that are damaging. The Reverend Lenny Duncan is a queer, black, ELCA minister who speaks of how they're Lutheran because their life only makes sense when viewed through a lens of grace. You may know the Reverend Duncan as an author, as they are the writer of Dear Church, a love letter from a black preacher 
to the whitest denomination in the U.S. And the whitest denomination is the ELCA. One of the lines from this book is as follows. We must dismantle, destroy, and bury white supremacy in our pews, in our liturgies, as a church, as a people, and as Christians. This is our call in the 21st century. There is no way around it. Reverend Lenny Duncan has called for the ELCA to make reparations, to reassess the church-wide budget, to create a $32 million endowment fund for supplementing retired, rostered black leaders who are facing their retirement in poverty solely because of their skin color and the systemic racism in our country. The answer to this request has continually been no, and the Reverend Duncan has spoken up again and again, often angrily demanding reparations, demanding that Bishop Elizabeth Eaton and the ELCA take action and destroy white supremacy, and in doing so, become the light of the world. Recently, Reverend Duncan served as a chaplain to those in the Pacific Midwest as they supported Black Lives Matter and protested. They served through tear gas, bullets, and death threats. In, this, in September 2020, Reverend Duncan said they would stay at their call until someone removed them. But as of July 30th, 2021, the Reverend Lenny Duncan has resigned their call, saying it is likely their last call in the ELCA. Reverend Lenny Duncan is blessed. All who fight for justice and reparations as essential to human life are blessed. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. I struggled to figure out someone who was merciful until a friend made a connection between mercy and being a philanthropist. I then thought of my favorite philanthropist, who is, of course, Dolly Parton. The thing about Dolly's philanthropy is not that the Dollywood Foundation, through the Imagination Library, has donated almost 200 million books to children around the world to help them learn how to read and write. It's not that she donated a million dollars to the Vanderbilt Pediatric Infectious Disease Research, which helped fund the Moderna vaccine. It's not that she created a program to help the youth in the county where she grew up hold each other accountable to graduate high school and therefore increased the graduation rate beyond anyone's wildest dreams. She pays for the band and choir uniforms in black high schools in her county. Dollywood workers get help paying for their tuition for higher education. And I did not know this until I wrote this sermon, she helped save bald eagles from extinction. That's real. And she does this all out of the goodness of her heart. She has openly said she doesn't do it for tax breaks. She just loves giving back to her communities, and she's happy to do the work. She does these things quietly and solely does them because she wants to. Dolly Parton is blessed 
All those who see the problems of the world and work to fix them with nothing expected in return are blessed. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. My mother is a high school science teacher, and I was raised around teachers. I went to college with teachers. One of my roommates was a teacher. I've worked at camp with teachers, and I've seen and felt the love they have for their students. Doing additional tutoring, finding interesting field trips to go on, going to basketball games and football games, leading extracurricular activities. And one of my teacher friends helped emcee a show choir uh, competition last night, and I was given the play-by-play of all the performances that the youth did. I've heard the bad as well. Paying for supplies out of their limited pockets, frustration at administration who don't understand what the students need, Broken hearts for the youth who don't have family that support them and only have teachers as the adults they can look up to and feel safe with. The purity of heart it takes to be a good teacher astounds me every time I think about it. These educators go in day after day knowing they might not see the fruit of the seeds they are planting and yet hopefully do it anyway. And yet... Between January of 1970 and November of 2022, 1,423 students, 212 school employees, and hundreds of family members and community members have been directly affected by school shootings. There have been six school shootings in 2023 alone. Two students were killed in Des Moines, Iowa last Monday. The six-year-old that shot their teacher at a school in Newport News, Virginia. If I may be selfish in this proclamation space, I do not want to hear that my mother was killed because our communities couldn't pass legislatures, couldn't pass levies, couldn't take the time to care enough to protect all the children and adults in our schools and communities. Teachers are blessed. Tracy, Noah, Grace, Emily, Sarah, Amanda, Shelley, Kristen, Laura, Jen, my list could legitimately go on for days. But teachers are blessed. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. In April of 2016, youth from the indigenous communities in and around North Dakota started to protest the creation of an oil pipeline stretching from North Dakota, going in a straightish line to southern Illinois. This Dakota access pipeline would cross Lake Oahe and the Missouri River and posed a threat for the communities and ecosystems that use that water, communities such as the Standing Rock Reservation. And so the Standing Rock protests quickly gathered the support of over 300 federally recognized Native American tribes, as well as thousands of additional protesters. 380 indigenous burial grounds or cultural and archaeological sites 
would be desecrated by the creation of the entire pipeline. Additionally, an oil spill would be catastrophic and expensive to clean up, as we've seen multiple times in the past. The water protectors rose from this protest, and their activism is centered in the indigenous beliefs that water is sacred, essential to all life on Earth, and the water is to be treated as you would treat an integral and loved member of society. As Lutherans, we find one of our sacraments in water through baptism, and so I can't help but feel a connection to water. The water protectors strive to find peace for the earth, peace for the water, peace for our creation that has been so harmed by human actions. The water protectors continue to educate, protest, and remind people that water is life. The water protectors are blessed. All who fight for the care and respect and peace for creation are blessed. And our indigenous siblings on this earth are blessed. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We're back to righteousness again. Being the person God created you to be. 22-year-old Masa Amini was arrested for improperly wearing her hijab while on a family trip. She was beaten, placed in detention, fell into a coma, and died three days later on September 16, 2022. Protests began immediately in Iran and around the world, and these protests have continued into the new year to this day. Protesting that in Iran, women must cover their hair and bodies, no dancing in public, no traveling without someone else's permission. The women know that this isn't just a revolt against the hijab. It's a civil rights movement, a movement to have their own autonomy and be their own people. Despite hundreds being killed and thousands imprisoned, men and women and young schoolgirls are still protesting. And while the protests are subsiding, there are cracks showing in the government and the Islamic Republic of Iran will never be the same. Masa Amini, the women of Iran, and all who protest for the right to exist as they are, are blessed. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. I do not know the religious beliefs of the victims who were killed in the Club Q shooting in Colorado Springs last November. But I do know that they were comfortable with and accepting who God made them to be, and they were in a space where they felt safe. There were five victims. Raymond Green Vance was visiting the club for the first time and was celebrating a birthday. Kelly Loving was a trans woman. Daniel Aston and Derek Rump were workers at the bar who customers only had kind things to say about. And Ashley Pog was a straight woman who worked to help foster kids find homes. 
In addition to these casualties, 17 others were wounded. And it would be remiss to not mention Thomas James and Richard Fierro, who overcame the gunmen until the police arrived. Raymond Green Vance, Kelly Loving, Daniel Aston, Derek Rump, Ashley Pogg, and all those in the 2S LGBTQIA community are blessed. How did it feel to hear about those who are blessed? Maybe some were easier to hear about than others. I am very aware that it's easy to show empathy to some groups of people over others, because I do it too. And the people and stories I chose to lift up today may not, and probably would not, be the same as the blessed people you would lift up. I chose people and stories that intersect with my life. I've been to Lunar New Year celebrations. I've been frustrated with the ELCA. I grew up in close proximity to the Anishinaabe Ojibwe indigenous communities. I know all of my experiences, but I don't know all of yours. And so I wonder, who are the blessed in your life? In your experiences, in the time you grew up, in your current life, who are the ones that the earth does not bless, but Jesus says are blessed? There are many blessed people I did not mention. I barely scraped the surface of the poor in spirit, the meek, the merciful, those who are reviled and persecuted, and I know that you all could bring many, many more people to this conversation. I bring this challenge not out of anger and aggression, but out of curiosity and love. God's love is for you. Jesus died for the whole world, and Jesus specifically points out who is blessed. Jesus, who eats with tax collectors and touches lepers, continually points us to those who need justice, compassion, societal change, and love. Tucked within the unconditional, boundless love of God that is for you is the challenge to love each and every person you meet or don't meet that way, too to do our best to love every person on this earth with the love that is from God. And it is a challenge. We don't need to dodge the truth here. Showing God's love to people that you don't like is difficult. I know. And I know I may have named a community that you might have a hard time showing God's love to, and you could name communities that I have a difficult time showing God's love to. And yet, we humans are made in the image of God, and humankind is diverse in cultures, upbringings, race, and religion. But each and every person, regardless of those differences, seeks love, safety, community, and to be listened to.
The love that God has for you is the love that God has for all people. And as we say around here at Prince of Peace, all means all. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.